Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out the Netflix series, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So stay tuned to the end to find out why BJ made me watch a devil show. It's not a devil show. The devil is alive, and it was alive on Netflix, and you made me watch it, but that's fine. Beach, give us a recap of what happened in this pilot episode. Sure. So it is a kind of um, alternate look at the well-known character of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm -hmm. But instead of the Melissa Joan Hart version of Sabrina Spellman, we have Sabrina who is more of an occult version of a witch. She is part of the Church of Night and they worship Satan. And so Sabrina is half witch, half human. And in this series, she's coming upon her 16th birthday where she will have to have a dark baptism. And this is when she will choose to be a full witch and she'll have to give up all of her mortal friends, her mortal school and life and completely become full Satan worshiping witch. I saw a lot of feedback on the show and a lot of the women on the show choose power or autonomy. And with Sabrina, you either choose fully unlocking your powers by aligning yourself with Satan, but then you give up your freedom because I think you like can't have romantic partners Right? Yeah, she's going to have to break up with her boyfriend, Harvey. She'll have to go to this boarding school where she'll focus on practicing witchcraft. She has to give up all her friends. Yeah, there's a lot of rules that she has to follow or laws as they mm-hmm. call them. Yes. So she'll have to fall into that system if she wants to keep her witch powers. And it's it's interesting that her aunts, Zelda and Hilda, are kind of similar to the sitcom in that um hilda is like the the more free-spirited one and zelda seems to be the one that runs the house like is more the the matriarch figure of the of the three women Mm -hmm. so so they seem to keep up those roles but it's interesting to me that zelda is so powerful and such a leader in her home but really is the one that pushes back harder When Sabrina is like, why do we have to follow these rules? Or why do I have to give all this up to become who I am? And Zelda's pretty aggressively like, girl, just get in line. Yeah, she's very strict and not as motherly as we're used to seeing her in the previous version of the show. Yeah, true. And even with Hilda, who is um, more nurturing, she's still very much like, you know what, Sabrina, like, just do what you got to do. Join the club. Yes. This is what you were born into. It's very strange. I mean, then again, they do make a good point that other religions also have rites of passage for young girls. But I don't think it's quite the same comparison because Sabrina tried to compare her. What is it? Dark baptism or whatever Mm -hmm. with a quinceanera or a bat mitzvah or even a baptism in a church where you're just like moving into this next phase of womanhood. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's quite the same. There's some extra uh, some supernatural aspects and yes. larger commitments to having this dark baptism. Yes. Although there are super strict religions like, you know, there is like Rumspringa and stuff where you like you get your freedom out of your system and then you go back and you're locked down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think obviously there's a little bit more happening with with Satan as your main dude. 
and Mm -hmm. the supernatural powers that come with that. So she's dealing with that. You mentioned she has her aunts there kind of pushing her in this direction. And unlike the other version of Sabrina, she also has a cousin who lives with her, Ambrose. Mm He's on house arrest for some behavior that he's done in the past. Maybe because of his hairline. Possibly. (laughs) Um, Aside from his hairline, he also seems to be the most understanding of Sabrina. Even though we find out he's at least like 75-ish years old, Mm -hmm. he seems to be more hip and understanding that this is a teenage girl who's trying to figure out her future that's going to change in this one night. Yeah, I kept having moments in the show where I was like, ugh, like, I don't get what she's doing or I don't get what she's saying or why she's doing that. And we were talking about this, but I have similar moments when I watch Riverdale, which this show is a spinoff of. And at the end of the day, you have to also remember that these people are truly teenagers. Like Sabrina is not even 16 yet. Right. That's how I feel all the time when I watch Riverdale. I'm like, they're so dumb. I mean, Archie, Archie truly is the most alarmingly dumb character I've seen on television. But like, you know, they make such dumb and hormonally fueled decisions. Like Sabrina just loves her some Harvey. Harvey loves him some Sabrina. But then you just have to realize they're 15. Like they're just, they're just teens. Like literally they were in middle school not too long ago. Yeah, quite recently. So you brought up Harvey. So he's quite interesting because he's also a little blind to what's happening. Even when Sabrina in one part of the episode is like, look, I got to tell him the truth. I got to let him know I'm a witch. I'm going to have to move away. This is the end of us. He doesn't even take it well to the point where she's like, you know what? I'm going to undo all of this. Yes. And then he just blindly accepts that they accidentally got lost in the woods. This, no. You, (laughs) I feel like you have to give a little bit more here. She takes him into the woods, tells him this is where she was born, not at um, the general hospital in town. Mm-hmm. And he was like, girl, you tripping. This doesn't make sense. And she's like, I'm a witch. And he's like, girl, zap me out of here. I'm done with this. And so they have that little exchange. She sees he doesn't take it well. So she puts a spell on him. He comes to while standing up and looking at her and asks her like what he's doing in the forest. And she tells him, We're taking a different route home. We came into the woods. We were lost for a second, but we're found now. And I just can't imagine someone doing that to me. Like, I'm sure if the supernatural were real, sure, I could be susceptible to a spell. But I would like to think that if I came to while standing on my feet and the person next to me was conscious, I would at least ask, did I fall and hit my head? Why is only one of us in the know? You know? You know, I was thinking about this and I don't think it is as much that he felt like he blacked out. It's more like, have you ever been driving or walking someplace that you are super familiar with? So you kind of zone out and you're like, oh, wait, I'm already here. Like, I don't remember Mm -hmm. traveling there. So I think it was more like that where he just kind of zoned out for a bit and was like, wait, we've been walking. I don't remember us taking this direction. Uh, I don't know. I've done that with places I've been before, but I think as soon as I start to get lost, then my senses kind of perk up. I don't think he is as concerned because he's like, I'm with Sabrina. That's all I'm thinking about. I do get your concern. I think for him, he's just like, oh, we just took a turn and I wasn't paying attention. I I never want to trust someone that much in my life. That's fair. Sabrina trusts people a little too much. She is hesitant of these like three girls in the woods, which is good because they literally put a blood curse on her. Yeah, the three girls 
uh, the OMG girls from, uh, what's that school called? Academy of the Unseen Arts is the witch school. Yeah, they don't want her there because she's a, a half-breed, as they say, because her mom is human and her dad is a warlock. Mm-hmm. Even though her dad went to that school and was apparently very important in the Church of Night, or was very important. Yeah, but once you produce a mudblood, you are out. Yep. So she knows not to trust them, and they clearly prove that they're not trustworthy. But she does trust her teacher, Mrs. Wardwell. Mm-hmm. And we previously see in the beginning, Mrs. Wardwell finds this random girl in the woods. She yes. like walks onto the street covered in like dirt and grime, Could you takes imagine? her home instead of to the police. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's some cookies. Here's some tea. Like, what's your name? What's going on? Ridiculous. And then the girl kills her mm-hmm. and like possesses her body. Yeah. Whatever the spirit was that was in that girl, because that girl could have been possessed too. Mm hmm. Whatever the spirit was spoke through that girl in that gravelly voice that Anna Ferris uses in the house bunny, you know, where she's like, my name is PJ or whatever. Like she speaks in that way of like, mm-hmm. do you know of Sabrina? And the teacher was like, oh, Sabrina Spellman at blah, blah, blah school. Like you're not suspicious in the least. Like she gives her first last name and the school like, go ahead, give her a lock of her hair. I'm sure you have it somewhere in your crib. Like if you want to identify people this closely. And so then even after that interaction, she's not like, get out of this house. I'm scared of you. What is happening? She gets killed. And as the woman is possessed, she was like, she said something to the effect of, I don't know Sabrina, but I know her father and his half breed or I can't remember the term for a muggle, like something. And they produce this half breed child. And so she clearly was angry, but I can't tell honestly if Mrs wardell or ms wardell is anti or pro sabrina because i feel like she has given her fairly good counsel so far Mm -hmm. there was a moment in the show where it looked like she was attacking her but it also low-key felt like she was attacking her to prevent her from doing something dumb yeah it's very mixed she's acting supportive face to face but then behind her back she is spying on her with her familiar a crow and she did attack her which could have been stopping sabrina from getting this forbidden fruit yeah it was very adam and eve uh motif so we'll have to wait and see because it seems like based on things she said miss wardell does want sabrina to become a full witch for whatever reason yeah for whatever reason I think she's trying to get her to see it through. I can't tell if she's looking out for her or not. Because our first interaction with her, like this new possessed Miss Wardell, is that she killed the former Miss Wardell. In Mm -hmm. my mind, I was like, okay, she's a villain. But throughout this first episode, I don't know. She hasn't been quite villainous. Mm -hmm. More like she maybe is a by any means necessary to reach a decent end person. Exactly. So unclear. We'll have to wait and see. But fortunately, this version of Sabrina does have her own familiar in the form of the black cat Salem. Yeah. He doesn't talk in this version, but he is there to protect Sabrina. They kind of make a deal that they'll protect each other. Even he tried to stop her from eating that fruit. Yeah. So first he saves her from the like scarecrow monster. Mm-hmm. And then Sabrina's about to pick this fruit. And in his own cat way, he's like, girl, don't touch that. He hissed. Yeah. Told her no. And she still went ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see that Salem is brought over. It's disappointing that he can't talk. 
or yeah. doesn't talk. I think that'll be a fun relationship. Although, unfortunately, this is some behind the scenes stuff. The actress who plays Sabrina, Kiernan Shipka, mm-hmm. is allergic to cats. So they kind of, I don't know if they cut back Salem scenes or if they just didn't write that many for Salem. But mm-hmm. Salem doesn't have as big of a role in this series because mm-hmm. she can't be around cats. It feels like Ambrose is kind of going to be what Salem was in the sitcom. Ooh, yeah. That kind of snarky male energy that is part of the family, but not fully embedded in the family. Mm -hmm. So he can kind of like, what is the term? Like bird's eye view situations and comment on them. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. And we kind of seen that he's giving a different perspective and different advice to Sabrina than she would get from her aunts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he does connect with her because he's a spry 75. Oh, which is so silly. How did you feel about her high school friends in her high school period? Yeah, so she has her high school friends, which are like her boyfriend, this other girl whose hair is you said looked a little dry and then this Actually, other girl can we take a really hot second to talk about that i don't come at people's professions but the hairstylists on this show i mm-hmm. think we need to get one you know maybe even an assistant who has kinky curly hair because they're doing ambrose very dirty you pointed that out ambrose's hairline and his very dry hair are making me uncomfortable in this hd yeah uh, i see it too clearly And then to a lesser extent, her friend Roz or Rosalind, her hair is great. She has like gorgeous hair, but it was just a touch dry. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's someone who maybe, you know, if if someone were more aware, maybe someone would have been there with a spray, just a little bit of a spray bottle, condition that hair a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. Just a little, you know, maybe... Uh, a kinky curly hair assistant so coming back from that yes yes important tangent so she does have her friend Roz, her boyfriend harvey this other girl who got picked on her friend Susie. Mm-hmm. that seems to be her close circle of friends they all seem like pleasant people yeah i they mean seem fine. sabrina seems to be doing fine in school her bullies are only witches who don't even go to her school you know she yeah. has a mean ignorant disrespectful principal but, you know, you got to have some kind of conflict with the school system when you're a angsty teenager. Well, it wasn't her conflict. She made it her conflict. Yeah, she was trying to be an ally to Susie because Susie, I think on the show, is meant to present masculine. And so she was teased in actually a really traumatic way that I think counts as assault. Yeah, they touched her. Yeah, the football team lifted Susie's shirt to see if she had breasts, like if she quote unquote, like breasts, I guess would mean she's a woman. So she was like assaulted by the football team and Sabrina marched to the principal's office with her or not with her, but with her in tow. And it was Sabrina, the principal facing off. And the principal was like, well, if Susie feels unsafe here, maybe she should consider leaving rather than addressing the football team, which I think is real. People who are stupid and ignorant are everywhere so i don't think changing schools is the solution what i'm saying is real is his reaction because schools are notoriously not wonderful at handling kids who are outside of what we know is the gender binary like that's a really big issue but i thought the solution was dumb of sabrina being like we're gonna start a woman's support group yeah especially before she was leaving she's like at least i'll know they'll be safe when i'm gone yeah 
Like we are not all experiencing the same things. So you can't just put a blanket solution. Like I am not a masculine presenting woman. So I do not experience the same issues as Susie. Susie is not a black woman. She does not experience the same issues as me. Like we got to get a little specificity in there, mama, like something. We can all be together, but we have to address very specific things. And this kind of felt like charmed in the sense that it was like thrown in to almost feel like a pat on the your own back. Like, ugh, like we talked about the big issues. But as far as like really talking about them, giving them nuance, making it interesting, um, I don't think that was there. I feel like we still go to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin for that. I agree. I think that Sabrina simplified the issue where, yes, there was a bigger message to talk about, but she brought it down to my one friend Susie is being bullied. Yes. So I'm going to start a club so everyone will protect her. Yes. But yes. put the label of like women supporting women on top of that. Mm-hmm. It felt like something that Sabrina would do to make herself feel better, which is also real. I feel like that's a very high school girl solution to something like that. I think the show was trying to send a message across and where Mm -hmm. they failed with that is potentially where they succeeded. Because I'm sure if something like that happened in high school, that is how the students would react. It wouldn't be students knowing how to discuss the nuance of larger issues of why people care about gender. It would be like... You know, someone made Susie feel bad. So let's all band together for Susie, you know. Yeah, it makes sense as a 15-year-old solution to this type of problem, which we always have to keep in mind. And Miss Wardell, she's the one that gave Sabrina the solution of how to sidetrack the principal in order to get this club greenlit by the vice principal. Yes, she told her the principal's fear of spiders and then Ambrose came in and helped, which brought up another interesting conversation where Ambrose was like, you really enjoyed doing that spell, didn't you? Like, I saw it in your eyes. You don't sticking all those spiders on the principal. Yeah, you don't want to give up your witchcraft. You could do this all the time. And also he wanted to kill the principal. Yeah, he wanted to kill the principal. (laughs) He actually asked a couple times whether (laughs) she'd be down with that. And she was like, no, 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 like just spiders, like just arachnophobia this thing but she does like she so casually was like yeah i liked it like like (laughs) terrorizing the principal with all those spiders so he wasn't in school the next day which made the vice principal acting principal so she could sign off on the club which also what kind of school is it where you have to wish for injury or certain death on your principal in order to get a club greenlit you don't know the system what kind of structure is that This does bring up the interesting question of what life does Sabrina really see for herself? Because she likes being a witch and using magic, but she can't, well, everyone is telling her she can't keep her normal mortal life at the same time. So I'm wondering, how does she plan to balance that? We haven't actually gotten to her birthday slash dark baptism yet, but it'll be interesting to see how she tries to keep both lives um, and move forward. Yeah, I thought they would get to the baptism in the pilot episode. And spoiler, they do not. Nor do you get, I think, a final sense of her decision. Um, she just meets that representative from the Dark Lord. And it seems like she's starting to tell him what she's thinking. But he cuts her off 
like a man would. He like just assumed what she would say. But I also think as a 15 year old, do you think you would have been prepared at 15 to make some kind of big decision like that? Hmm, it's tough. I don't I think no, I don't think anyone that age really has the capacity to understand what type of lifelong decision they're making, especially mm-hmm. because these witches live even longer than normal people. So this is literally like centuries of her life she's deciding after 15 years. Yeah. But we do know that she has been raised in the Church of the Night. So she at least has grown up knowing what is coming for her and has at least been taught to believe this is what's expected. I anticipate in this show, hopefully, she'll figure out, as it seems her father did, how to subvert this choice of this like mutual exclusivity of you either are a witch or you're a person who gets to keep your autonomy and your friends and your boyfriend and everything you've enjoyed about being of this world mm-hmm. and I'm hoping she can figure out how to subvert that and experience both and there's like obviously there are sacrifices but I am sure there's going to be sacrifices but I hope she doesn't have to give up her friends yeah it's going to be a challenge I think She will have to sacrifice some people along the way, but we'll see how that works out. Well, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Ooh. Let's go into our ratings to find out which one of us will see how it works out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Beach, what's your rating of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? I would rate this, would watch again, seriously. Yeah, you're all in. I think you do need to watch this seriously instead of casually because there is a lot of lore and there's a lot of plot twists and secrets that you need to learn about as all of these characters move forward and Sabrina makes her final decision or whatever's up ahead for her. And I'm into it. I was a big fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch with (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart. Um, But I'm also down for this very dark Riverdale-esque creepy occult version of Sabrina as well. So I want to see how it works out. Um, I think this would surprise you, Beach. But I, okay, I wish I were would watch again seriously. Because the story was really interesting. But Mm -hmm. as we've explained on this show, I am a baby when it comes to scary stuff. I had to tab away when the spider thing happened and you had to tell me like when to click back. Mm -hmm. I had to step out for a couple scenes, if you will. And so I'm going to give myself two options. I would either watch again seriously, but with a friend. Mm -hmm. So much like we did when we had friends over for scary movies last night. Someone tells me when I can look back up at the screen mm-hmm. so I can keep enjoying the plot or I would read the plot summaries in like vulture recaps or something because the story itself was really interesting to me. I just got very scared. No, I think you bring up a good point for all of our listeners to understand this not only has a darker tone, but it has very graphic horror scenes. Mm-hmm. So if you are not a fan of jump scares, gruesome things, blood, creepy crawly, then this is not a good show for you. Oh, yeah. We don't get into this in our review, and they don't really talk about it too much in the pilot, but they even have to autopsy this person for their blood. Mm-hmm. They took their body, uh, Zelda, Hilda, and Ambrose did, in order to use the blood for Sabrina's ceremony, I think. Mm -hmm. And there's like potentially a story there, but they discovered like some interesting things happening with this person's body by cutting him open and like probing him 
So there are scenes like that that you may have to watch out for if you're a baby like me when it comes to content like this. Yeah, so just be aware that it might be a little difficult to watch if if that's not your style. Yeah. But you can find other shows that are more your style by going to thepilotpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And please always leave us a five-star review. It really helps. Yeah, we want to be dime pieces. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. And you can send your favorite Chilling Adventures of Sabrina fan theories, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina crossover fanfic to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.